I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the News Du Jour, a calmer space to consume the news. So earlier in the week, I recorded with my baby, but today I'm recording with a glass of wine because it has been a week, you guys. And what you have to understand is that I'm recording this on Thursday night. I always record the night before and Thursday nights are kind of my Friday nights because I work Sunday afternoon through Thursday evening. So this is my equivalent of a Friday night. And I have definitely earned this glass of wine this week. It has been a crazy week. We, anyone with a child can commiserate. We are transitioning his naps and it has just been a complete shit show. So anyway, (laughs) I am, yeah, taking baby steps in transitioning from now on. We tried to go from zero to 60 and we, we just need some baby steps. That's, that's where we're at. Anywho, we have a ton to go over today as per usual. So let's jump into the news. We have one mini story here at the top. Mike Pence was officially subpoenaed regarding the Trump trying to overturn the election in 2020 drama. His legal team and federal prosecutors had kind of been going back and forth on this matter for a while and like whether he would testify. But I guess Jack Smith had had enough and decided he needed to hear from the former vice president for sure. We'll definitely keep you guys posted on this. And then today we wanted to start off with some earthquake updates as this is such an intense scenario. You guys know that unless you're living under a rock, which, you know, I've been told some of you are out in Montana and don't know what's going on outside of this podcast. So that's totally fine if that's where you're at. Anyway, though, I do have to issue a content warning. This story involves a deadly natural disaster. So If you want the backstory on how this all unfolded, we've been covering it over the past week. But before we start the weekend, we definitely have to come back and visit this and and get all the updates because there's a lot. So basically, the death toll has now surpassed 20,000 people. And honestly, it's going up minute by minute. Babies have been rescued out of the rubble. I saw one video of a two-month-old baby, and as we mentioned yesterday, a baby was actually born into the rubble, and if that does not capture the era we live in, I don't know what does. These natural disasters, these children who are being born today, their life will be defined by natural disasters and this babies in particular. But even with these miracles occurring, grief is also really setting in. Millions of people are in mourning and mass graves are being dug. If you guys remember, it is very cold there right now. And so many are now homeless, hungry, and without any of their belongings. 
a soccer stadium in one area has been converted to a shelter and everyone there is just trying to survive. There have been hundreds of aftershocks now and one of the metaphorical aftershocks, if you will, has been the government's handling of this disaster. It's almost like they've been in a state of shock themselves. That's like how it feels to me instead of swinging into action. Relief efforts have really been like slow and people have been heartsick over lives potentially lost by the hesitancy and the lack of action. And the president had only really made his first public statement in the past like day or so. And this is insane. Anywho, that said, he is calling for strength and resiliency as the Turkish people come together with the support of the world, trying to recover from this immense tragedy. His wife also spent time visiting hospitals to meet with mothers and babies who had been hurt in this earthquake. Fire departments and gymnasiums have become funeral homes to process the dead and reunite them with mourning friends and family members. Wails can be heard throughout these spaces as mourners discover for sure that their loved ones had indeed been claimed by the earthquake. Syria, who is a friend of Russia and Iran, has now actually been asking Europe for aid, which Europe will likely provide in spite of sanctions for humanitarian reasons. But it must be pretty bad for them to be asking this of Europe, who they usually would consider to be a foe. We have links in our show notes for certified ways to help with the earthquake disaster relief. Definitely let us know, though, if there's other organizations that we can add to this list. And now we need to touch on the Chinese spy balloon and we have a little more light to shed on its purpose and events following. So the Chinese spy balloon was set up apparently to collect information on the U.S. military. But here's the thing, guys. We actually are not the only ones that they are spying on and not I'm not even talking about that second balloon. Creepily enough, there are 40 different countries that have seen these unregulated spy balloons drifting over their sovereign territories. So China is checking out everybody's military around the world, which if that doesn't send a shiver down your spine, I don't know what will. The FBI you know, sent boats out to recover the downed balloon. And between that and the photographs that we took of it in flight, we know that there's absolutely no way this was a weather balloon. It was 1000% being used for intelligence surveillance. If you guys don't know what I'm talking about with this balloon, a couple episodes back, we did a whole episode just on the spy balloon. So definitely check that out because it was kind of crazy. Anywho, After that was fully confirmed by our intelligence agencies, the House voted unanimously yesterday to condemn China's spy balloon efforts around the world, not just here in the U.S. And this is huge. 
Biden called for bipartisanship in his State of the Union, making it kind of the theme of his speech, if you guys listened to yesterday's episode. And the very next few days, we're seeing this bipartisan effort. So, you know, that feels good. And it's definitely the right decision. Now, that said, there is a fraction on the far right who don't think that Biden did the right thing with the balloon. They think it should have been shot down sooner, like before it even entered U.S. airspace. But that said, we likely got a good amount of information just seeing where it went and how it behaved while in our airspace, sort of counterintelligence learning about them as they were attempting to learn about us. But one thing is for sure, we can no longer underestimate China and their desire to take us on. They aren't afraid of us. And that was made clear by this balloon effort. And it's a pretty scary thought. And lastly for today, content warning here, this story involves attacks and murders. So our lawmakers have been increasingly under physical attack, you guys. And unfortunately, there have been three attacks that have occurred in the past eight days, two of them being fatal. Let's get into it. So in the first instance, U.S. Representative Angie Craig was assaulted in an elevator in her apartment building yesterday morning. The attack took place around 7.15 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and thank God she was actually fine other than bruising. She immediately called 911 and the attacker ran. They do not have reason to believe at this time that it was politically motivated, but what are the chances? They're looking into it and they're going to get to the bottom of the motivation. So another attack that went down in the past eight days was a New Jersey councilman who was fatally shot. And this is actually the second attack in New Jersey where a local official was killed in the past eight days. Russell Heller was 51 years old and was shot around 7 a.m. on Wednesday in a parking lot. He was dead by the time authorities got to him. But they did determine that this was definitely not politically motivated, although authorities did not provide much reasoning on that. And lastly, Eunice Duomfor was a councilwoman also in New Jersey, who was fatally shot in a parked car outside of her home on February 1st. She was the first black person to ever take office for her area, but according to the New York Times, the FBI have actually gotten involved with her case in particular as they still have no suspects. She was a beautiful young woman from a hardworking immigrant family who was considered a role model for girls in the area. While one could certainly speculate, we don't know the actual motivation behind her murder yet. This trend is obviously super alarming. We hope that all elected officials will stay safe during these unprecedented attacks. And that is the news du jour. Today, I wanted to leave you guys with a quote. Sometimes it only takes one act of kindness and caring to change a person's life forever. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use to listen. 
a rate and review, or shout out on social media would mean the world to us and help us be able to keep creating the news du jour. But the best way to support all of our work is to become a patron at www.patreon.com forward slash sugar-free media. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram and just sugarfree media, all one word on TikTok. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour.